Spirit Radio Podcasts. Well, if you ever think you're going backwards and you need some inspiration not to give up, then you've got to listen to this next interview. My next guest is too familiar with going backwards, even with the best effort, but not giving up and waiting for the tide to turn. Why? He's just completed the ultimate challenge for long-distance open swimmers. Our very own Jan Lazarenko, originally from Moldova and for much of his life has been living in Bray in County Wicklow, completed the last leg of the Ocean 7 by swimming across the Cook Strait in New Zealand last month. And he joins me back safe and sound in one piece, Jan. Great to have you. Thank you for having me. So has it sunk in yet? No, not yet. No, hasn't sunk in, but uh, that's probably because of what I suffered in. And I'm just happy that it's over. But uh, yeah. The last time we talked, just before you were about to head off to New Zealand, I mean, all the swims in, in all those seven swims are extremely difficult. But you were you were nervous about the Cook Strait. Yeah, you're spot on. I, I was nervous because, um, you know, I, I when I got there, I saw I saw what they meant. It's so unpredictable weather because <clears throat> if you look the way the Wellington and the, the two islands are sitting, not too far from the altitude zero, you know. The weather changes so quickly, it's just amazing, like, you know, um, because, for example, I waited three and a half weeks to, to, to get the good weather, and we, for them, for the locals in there, they were saying it's an amazing summer. But actually, when you get into the Cook Strait, when you go actually into that stretch of water, it's unbelievable, it's, it's like different planet, genuinely. I started this swim, and I can show you a picture. It's a beautiful, perfect day. And within 40 minutes of my starting the swim, it was like a tsunami coming towards me. Like dusk, darkness, no sun, um, big waves. You know, the, 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 the other, the big boat had to, had to signal all the time because of the, you know, somebody could hit us. We couldn't see 100 meters. And uh, yeah, within, within the first hour, the, the pilot and the, the, the Philip Roche, the organizer, said that we had to cancel the swim. What did you say? Oh, I just couldn't imagine that. I said, geez, I'm not waiting anymore. I said, please, please. I said, let's try another hour. Let's try another hour. So they give me another hour and another hour. And as I always said in every swim, I readjust, I readapt, and I regroup, and I refocus, and I keep going. So that's what I had to do. I had to to, to, to go through through this again and, 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 and refocus on my, my main objective was to, to get to... How long did it take altogether then? Yeah, I swam double the distance. Uh, usually it's about 26 kilometers. I so did. that's because you kept being pushed backwards <clears throat> by the tide and wind. Yeah. And um, at one stage they told me that this, the, the speed of the current was five point something kilometers uh, going from the Antarctic going up. And I had to break through it, but I, I, I barely made it. So I had to swim actually through the broader islands, which is some islands on the, on the uh, I think it's the west side of the South Island. Um, and that's where it was extremely scary and it was, it was so cold, I lost feelings in my, my feet and in, my, in, in my, my fingers. And that's how cold it was there. And what goes through your mind when you're in that moment where you think, how am I going to keep going for hours more? Oh, geez, you know, I just pray to God and I, I'm seriously, I pray to God all the time. And my parents, um, God bless their soul, you know. I pray to, to everything, wherever it's around me, you know, I, 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 it was times when I was swimming so hard and they told me to swim hard because I had to break the current and I was swimming so hard. I thought my, my shoulders are going to pop out, you know, and I was looking down at a jellyfish and I was looking at him and I was saying, it's either he's faster than me or I'm slower than him. I was going nowhere. 
That's how powerful you weren't, it was. You weren't worried about being stung? No, but it's just, you know, the way you're trying to get past that. And, you know, I was looking at him. and, and That was and, your point of reference. Yeah, and yeah. He, was, he was still there. And it was so cold on the other side of the, the South Island. You know, when we talk about South, we usually think about warmer. It's the other way around in there. So did you ever feel like giving up? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, this this time I, I I thought about a couple of times of giving up because it was so so hard, especially when the dark came in, <clears throat> when the dark weather when the dark came in and uh, we were not making any progress, and I was just hoping that the tide will turn, the tide will turn and will let me break through, and I had to stay in there, you know, and I just stay mentally in there and and focus and I I. When I finished, I, I had the imagination that I'm going to finish and celebrate and scream and be happy. I can't remember getting back on the boat. That's how bad way I was. You know, I was extremely, I was, I was so frozen. You couldn't um, even really take it in. You, when we first talked, John, you told me you were swimming for peace in Moldova. Did you think about that much? Yeah, I thought about it. I, but it's not only in Moldova. I swim for peace everywhere in the world because we live in a moment where, where peace is needed and we, and you know, we... We should look at ourselves and, and, and do more for, for, for what's our duties on this planet, you know, to love and care for one another. And that's, my, that's why I swim for. And when I, when, I, when I swim, yes, that's my thoughts, that if I give up, all them children that follow me and all the people that I try to inspire and I try to, 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 to believe in something, they will give up. So that's, that's a very strong menta- uh, motivation for me to keep going. When you're thinking about And that genuinely yeah. kept me going because I said, you know, one hour of me suffering in here can inspire maybe a thousand people out there. So if we all can contribute with, you know, with a little bit. Um, yeah, so I did 40, over 40 kilometers, as I said, and 11 hours and five minutes. Put it in perspective in terms of all seven swims, what you've done. I mean, did you do it in, in three years? Yeah, just over three years, yeah. And you had only gotten into swimming a little bit before that? Yeah, four years ago, yeah. I got into swimming because, you know, I was, uh, I was suffering from, from uh, depression and, and, and I, I lost a lot of, you know, properties and, and stuff like that. And I was down and, and my job, there were some problems. So I went into swimming because I wanted to, to do something, you know, different and, and stay, stay healthy. Uh, not use like anti-inflammatory painkillers and all this type of stuff. And and this this came into my mind when in Moldova was this hustle, you know, with the people. And then I said I have to go internationally, and 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 because I believe in this message, and I believe, and that's what I want to continue, you know, to deliver, and and to inspire people, and to to tell people that we should, we should, you know, we 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 run after something that doesn't belong to us, you know, material stuff and 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 all this. But it takes so little to be happy and to love and care for one another. And it's a lot to learn from the Irish because, you know, you guys are uh, Irish people are, are, are a role model to me because, you, you know, if you look at the per capita, Ireland is number one in the world for helping and caring and, and uh, out there, you know. It's, it's part of our nature, thank God. Put, put it or give me the kind of recap, the synopsis of all the seven swims, where you swam and just where was the hardest, where was the highlight? It took me around the world, you know, it just took me around the world, uh, these swims, and that was the idea to finish in New Zealand. Um, it, it all started, you know, in a, in a, in a as I said, you know, just, just I said, I'm going to do the swim in Moldova. And then when I saw that my message wasn't heard, I went and I did Gibraltar and the English Channel. And then after I did that, I got in touch with a pilot from Northern Ireland who said to, he, he was a big fan of my work and 
and he believed in me when I, I couldn't even swim properly. And he says to me, keep training and I will take you across. So he took me across and that was, I think, I still believe this is the toughest swim on the planet. Even though Cook Strait was very, very difficult at moments, you have a stretch of water where it's a bit warmer. And, but we're talking about it's only a handful of people that swam across the Irish Channel. It's, I think, 20, 30 people. It is beyond my imagination what I suffered in them 16 hours and 23 minutes. And we were three swimmers in that day, and I was the only one got across. That's how difficult it is. You must have had to make a lot of sacrifices over the <coughs> past three years to achieve what you've achieved. Yeah, it's it's a, it's no sacrifice from the family. Like you know, no summers, no parties, no rock and roll, just training, <laughs> focused, and 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 trying to stay healthy. And because you know, I always say that you can lie to anybody in this sport, and you can tell people I swam 10k and I did this and I did that. But when you are new in the middle of the channel, you cannot touch a boat, you cannot touch anything. And as I said, the weather could turn at you in a, in a split second. It's so unpredictable. Uh, it's it's a bit, you know, it's a bit like teaching you how to live your life. If if something is thrown at you, you have to readjust, readapt, regroup yourself, and keep going because it's it's that's what it is. You know, it's it's not out there, it's nothing out there that we cannot challenge. Everything we have these great, you know, attributes of doing anything in this beautiful planet. Can you believe, Jan, that you are the eighth person in the world to do this? I think the second Irish person. Has yeah. that sunk in yet? I mean, it's an incredible achievement. No, it hasn't sunk in yet. You say this is... Uh, I, I, I did an interview for a South African uh, radio station and they said to me, how does it feel to be one in a billion? And and the same thing I was saying to Stephen. I said, I, I don't know how it feels. Genuinely, it hasn't sunk in yet. But uh, I am delighted that I did, uh, and I put my actions where my words was, and I, I, I said I will do it no matter what. Sometimes I had to sleep in tents, sometimes I had to travel on extreme slow, small budget, but I did it. And yes, you can't do anything out there without big sponsors, without, you know, huge amount of money if you put your heart in it. If you put your mind and your heart in it, you can achieve the incredible. So what's next? Next is... Um, it's relaxing, Rock and roll and rest. relaxing a <laughs> little bit. And then then I definitely want to continue with my work. You know, I want to help children. Uh, that's my because my mentality is that if we can change this 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 young generation's mentality, we because we can't change the, the people from the top. They are up there and they, they never look down. But if we can change this this group of people, they will look after us in the future and they can change the world. So I will continue with this message to help young people with my message of peace. I will look into different pro projects. Um, I have a project thinking about um, in Africa. Uh, I have two projects in March in Moldova with an orphanage. And I am, I, I, I have a big, big, uh, as I said, I'm not going to stop here. I will continue to work as hard as I can because I, I believe I have to leave something behind. Well, it's been great to talk to you and congratulations to you again. If you just joined me, I've been chatting to Irish Long Distance Swimmer of the Year 2015, 2016 and 2017. And he's just become the eighth person to complete the Oceans 7. Jan Lazarenko, congratulations to you and thanks for chatting to us on Spirit Radio Thank this you. morning. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.